adversity, bring it. The struggle, we welcome it. Snooze on life, never that. We are Dave Regina and Mike Perella, and this is the No Snooze Podcast. Come on. So we're back, episode 14, No Snooze Podcast. Baby. Yeah, we made it virtual high five. High five. See if kid. we could do it. There we and, go. And uh, we just had this amazing pod set up where it was like this, you know, twenty, thirty thousand dollar rig. CV hooked it up. We had suction cups. We had it all. And then boom, just like that, we're recording virtually. Why the hell are we doing this, Dave? It's all right. I mean, we're going through, um, I think the title of this episode will be Epi 14, the pandemic. Uh, this is obviously in response to coronavirus and we are practicing social distancing and we're doing what we can to obviously stay safe. Uh, our wives are pregnant and, you know, I, we all thought it was very important, um, you know, to, to do this in a way to where we can keep the Notes News podcast running, uh, but still keep ourselves safe, right? Yeah, we're trying to be socially responsible, but give yes. the people what they want, and I think it also will help us keep our sanity. Yeah, no offense, for sure. Dana. Uh, another, uh, you know, shout out to uh, CV for being able to hook this up in a way to where we can actually, you know, provide some good audio out there still. So yeah, it's kind of like a game show. Super dope. Yeah, we're like, right? oh, we want to record in a hut next week, right. and he's like, all right, I'll figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I mean, before. <laughs> he said he's putting in his two weeks. That's funny. Uh, so before we, you know, obviously get into the episode, I think we should, uh, you know, just just bring some light to uh, first responders and healthcare workers, nurses, doctors, everybody putting themselves on the uh, on the front line because this this is uh, unprecedented as we've been hearing. Yeah, it's uh, this is the most news I've ever watched. But you have to. It's a struggle of staying informed, but also not letting it get to you as far as like panic. So it's yeah. it's been this weird. We want, I want to watch updates, but I also don't want to uh, throw everything off the rails and stay right. positive. So it's a tough no, of course. Uh, but I think Cuomo, you know, regardless of your political views, uh, Cuomo is the governor of New York, obviously, and what he's been saying is look at the facts. You know, so you know whatever side of the spectrum you're you're on, that doesn't really matter. But focus on the facts. Um, and there are some alarming facts there, but obviously a lot of this gets blown out of proportion by the media. Uh, but we're just happy to be here, man. And I think it's uh, let, let's get started. Yeah. Mikey P. I'm curious. All right. I don't want to hear that you punted this week. Give me an update on the pod bod, kid. So in doing my research on what's going on with the stock market and as the stock market declines, there's a direct correlation of my cookie intake which is increasing <laughs> exponentially. Yeah, and, and a decrease a decrease of your, your push-ups. No, decrease no. Push-ups push were at zero, and now they're increasing because <laughs> I'm stuck at home. Um, okay. The, I think they're – I'm not going to make excuses. I've been okay. I haven't been great. Uh, I've been staying active, staying busy, uh, and I think that's helping. I haven't seen a huge increase in weight, uh, okay. but we'll, it's, we'll see. This is only week one. I think if anything, the getting into a routine will set me back um, okay. and get me continued on the right direction. But the reality is you are stuck quarantined, and I don't say stuck as in like I have to be here, but I kind of have to be here, uh, quarantined with your pregnant wife, and she's been eating actually better than I have just as far as things. 
Uh, I think she's proven a point. But what about you? Have you been uh, eating your cookies? I see Oreos on your Instagram every day. Yeah, well, uh, all right. Let's, let's look, 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 look. I definitely crush Oreos daily, but I put the work in to make sure I could crush those Oreos. Um, so, so I've been There's... fortunate because I do have a, um, I have a, a small gym at work, right? And not that many people have been going to work. So that's what I've been doing, uh, you know, for this past week. But now this is day one to where I am now going to be quarantined in the house. I see you smiling over there. So well, the every Oreo... time you go to your fridge, you're going to be staring at those cookies. Whereas oh, I see maybe, yeah. So that's I see seven times a day probably versus relax, maybe once. Relax. I'm, Everything in I'm moderation. Just saying, moderation. I heard your nickname. Everyone was saying in the uh, Instagram world behind your back that your nickname is going to be double stuffed. Oh, no, double stuff, Reg. I like that. Wow. Wait, are they really saying that, Mike? Uh, listen, I'm not going to give up my sources, but the insiders have been saying that. Oh, my that. God. Oh, so big news, though. So, obviously, I, I can't fall off the bike wagon, right? You know, I've been loving the cycling thing. So, wifey and I pulled the plug, and we ordered the Peloton. It will be here today between 2 and 4 p.m. Pelly Reg. Is in the house Pelly and Dana's, Dana's making a coffee or something over here. I and, told you as soon as we record. I got Chance barking in my ear, so I apologize yeah. to everybody. We're just going to roll there. through it. It's real. Yeah, this it's, is at-home reality. That's Nothing's right. going to be uh, perfect. Uh, but I will tell you also on the on the Podbot kid, I've been very diligent with Wifey, and we've hit the stores, and we're meal prepping same meals that we would as if we were going to work. So I think it's important to try to be doing the same things that you you know typically would do if you were going to work. Uh, so we're trying that the best that we can. Yeah, we try to go on like a long walk with the dog and do uh, things when you can get outside. It's super awkward to walk around town because being younger and there are some older people in our neighborhood, they look at you like you're the problem type of thing, which yep. is, uh, I get it, but it's, it's very weird to like walk, see people you know, and then go to the other side. Right. I don't know if you've dealt with that. But yeah, no, no, I, I got you. I mean, we haven't, again, this is this is day one, uh, but we'll be doing, um, you know, some daily walks just to get some fresh air and stuff. So I, uh, I I can let you know more next time we record. The other fall down or uh, fallback of ours was we didn't shop quick enough. And just yesterday we were able to get more <laughs> eggs. So we ran out of eggs like day two. And you're not a movie guy, but there's a movie, This Is The End. And they Never have... Yeah, the, the world's coming to an end. It's an apocalypse, and it's all oh, wow. comedians. But basically, there's a dude that falls asleep in the tub. He comes downstairs and doesn't know it's an apocalypse and eats everything. That's how Dana and I were day one. <laughs> we had ran out of eggs, ran out of, like, paper towels. I was like, well, this isn't going well. Yeah, th this whole thing is nuts, man. I got to check that movie out, man. Yeah, yeah uh, put it on your long list. Yeah, yeah, I, I definitely have a long list, but I could probably get a, uh, I could get back to you because I have a bucket list of uh, movies. Is that ice in the background? I don't mean to throw good. my hands. I literally told Dana before we start recording. As soon as we record, you can't be cooking or anything. She just did the microwave. She <laughs> pulled the ice out of the fridge. I think she's doing it just to be a, a, a you know what? And she's laughing. <laughs> oh, that's good. No, she's she's trying to get shine on the pot. That's all right. Yeah, we'll, we'll, that'll bring us to the Prego update. Well, now that Dana's breakfast is done being made, we can get into the Prego update. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, um, I mean, so let's talk about two things, though. How are the wives handling, you know, being being pregnant, obviously, while this whole pandemic is going on? And then, you know, how, how we're responding to it? Because it's definitely a little scary. 
Dana's been good. She's been positive. She hasn't left the house in a while. She's been staying busy. We've been getting some projects done. If anything, I think I'm overwhelming her with all of my work stuff, uh, like this, or all the binders, and taking over the breakfast nook. Uh, but she's been good overall, eating, exercising, right. taking in stride. I think she was made to work from home. It's her, yeah, it's her, her sweet and spot. You, you've said that before, too. Um, but amazing. yeah, so, you know, Karina's school is obviously, obviously closed. Uh, so now it's, it's good because she's been trying to stay home as much as she can. Still wants to get out, get some fresh air, uh, been eating well, but I'm sure, you know, you and I have been going back and forth and we've seen the articles and what's scary is that there's not that much evidence of, you know, what coronavirus can potentially do to pregnant women. Cause obviously yeah. their immune system are compromised just being pregnant. Um, and then you don't know, can that get into the fetus or not? So it's pretty it, it's pretty intense when you think about it, but yeah, you can't that's, get too crazy about it. Yeah, and that's part of the reason I've found that for myself, whenever I get uh, not worried, but there's a lot of unknowns, I get super busy, and I just try to stay busy and do things throughout the day, else you're just sitting here and you're thinking all day. Yeah, no, and, and this is a, a perfect example of, you know, that no snooze mindset, though. It's It's, you know... If you get too locked into what's going on and you're doing the best that you can to just one stay at home, social distance yourself, be as safe as possible, that's all you can control. And we constantly talk about controlling what you can control and not worrying about the uncontrollable things. Yep. No, I right? totally agree. It's been uh, for waking up in the morning, though, it's been a little bizarre, right? Because I'm like, <laughs> I woke up at five the first couple of days when I was quarantined. Yeah, and I'm like, wow, yeah. I have a ton of time because I'm not driving to and from work. I'm not putting a suit on. I'm wearing my I'm trying to get dressed somewhat, but right. I'm not doing the full. So it's very right. I was just sitting there and like, all right, I guess I get I got to give you give you a lot of credit, man. You know, I did the uh, I saw you doing your push ups on Instagram today and we basically switched roles because yeah. I woke up. It was uh, I think it was approximately seven o'clock, took a nice uh, cup of coffee to the couch, sat yeah. there for a little bit, didn't do much. Uh, so I felt like uh, Mike Pirelli there. <laughs> it's nice, right? The, <laughs> it's nice. The, the funny thing is, too, we talk about setting up all these things to uh, work against our own willpower. And we know that, like, portion control for myself is not easy. Oreo, but now, Oreo control is not my, you know. My Oreo control though. is not your forte. But now <laughs> right, you right. are forced to be in and around all the temptations all day, which is different. So... I'm getting kicked to the garage to do my home office, which was always the plan, but I thought maybe I could take over the breakfast nook long term. That got shut down pretty quickly for, I mean, reasonable reasons. So now my phase is going to be moving everything into the basement and the garage and then building that out, which I've been procrastinating on. We'll talk about that more later, but it's- Yeah, so uh, that, that's going to basically force you into doing that. The other um, thing too, it gets me away from all the food. Because right now I'm two steps away from that from, fridge. From the fridge, yeah, that that that's a dangerous thing, man. Uh, yeah. So speaking of the fridge, I don't know if you have a, a food recommendation, but but let's get into uh, no snooze recommendations. So um, no snooze recommendations, baby. Um, I don't have one related to food, but I think <laughs> Mike is surprised. Yeah. Um, I I think it's it's something that can definitely help people because it helped me. So I, I am a bit of a hoarder, if you haven't known. And I have like a ton of like just old t-shirts from tournaments back in the day. I have so many clothes, uh, you know, old basketball shorts, tons of socks, 
old white tees. Like it's just, it, it's something that you accumulate over the years. But being home basically forced me into a, an early spring cleanup. Mm. Uh, and I can't believe how rewarding it was because what I was able to do was take, and I counted how many things that I donated. I, do I donated 60 shirts. Uh, I don't even know how many socks, but then like 25 pairs of pants, 13 pairs of shorts, and then I brought it over to uh, you know one of the local bins uh, to help out you know a charity. So it was a pretty rewarding thing, and I think if everybody you know focuses and locks in on that during a tough time like this, us doing things to help others out is good for the psyche and it builds some confidence there. I didn't know you were a hoarder. I knew you liked to collect shoes, but I didn't know you liked oh, yeah. to hoard gear. Is it all sports memorabilia? memorabilia? Yeah, so like, and, and you know, my wife, she's always like, throw that out, throw that out. But it's literally, yeah. a, you know, it'll be an old tournament t-shirt. It, it'll say like St. Joseph's um, 1999, but it still fits. You know, as I, you know, I was, a, I was a big baby. So, you know, I'm, yeah. I've been the same size for a long time now. <laughs> I don't think I have anything from like three years on that fits good. as far as t-shirts because all my t-shirts are cotton and i shrink them all so i've thrown out, i love throwing things out i throw things out constantly oh that's good yeah that's good but for me like it, it, even in tournaments back in the day like i just referenced 1999 i mean they, they always just give out large and extra large t-shirts you know so yeah, even when true. you were a little kid you have the same size size things um and it was sad to get rid of it but when i put it into perspective about you know giving to a charity that that can you know put it to use instead of it just sitting in my in my uh closet you know i feel better about it. so what do you got for us kid i got a uh i'll get away from the food recommendations oh uh, come on we were just talking about the fridge yeah i'm trying to not get too thick um <laughs> i am starting to try to keep my hand on the pulse of the market a little more because it's becoming more of a factor in in Greenwich real estate, the the uh, Dow and the market in general and Wall Street affects directly what happens in my local market. So trying to keep my pulse on that, I've started to watch a guy more that I've watched before on YouTube. Uh, his name is, I think the channel is Meet Kevin. He is a real estate agent. I think he's 29 now. Uh, but he basically talks about money in general. Uh, the stock market, what's happening now, what he's doing to prepare for a potential or an imminent recession, depression, potential scenario, and just learning a little more about steps to take moving forward uh, to try to come out stronger on the other end. He's really good though. He goes from everything of uh, doing a home renovation uh, for like $600 for if you're gonna rent it out in the future. Like instead of redoing a bathroom, he just glazes over everything. Uh, so he's got a lot of good content on there. Lately, it's been a lot about the coronavirus and its effect on the markets. So meet Kevin, uh, subscribe to him. I've been listening to him for probably the last, I don't know, three years. And then recently I've watched him every day during the uh, crisis. Wow, that, that's pretty cool. But then also it's probably even more relatable because you said he was, what, 29? So he seeing is 29. somebody, yeah, so that, that's pretty cool. Seeing somebody in that same age range, you know, yep. going out, putting good content out, um, and that his, makes it even better. Yeah, and his uh, timeline is the same as far as how he's investing, which is important because a lot of people, if you take advice from someone who's 60, their outlook on what they want to do with their money and to plan for the future is a lot sh more shortened than someone yeah. who's 29, 30, wherever. So if you can find mentors like we talked about, if they're around a certain age, it's more effective, I feel, because then it's a lot more relatable as far as kids and all that other stuff. 
Yeah, I mean that that's a whole different different topic right now, but it's, it's something that's real and it relates obviously directly to real estate, but even in like uh you know local government, we have our money yep. in certain retirement funds. Yeah. Uh, so it's definitely something that we're looking at too and it's it's pretty alarming when you see the um you know what's going on and if you do have money invested, I know you always say this, uh but it's it's get knowledgeable on that stuff, you know, see yeah. what's going on, especially now, take some extra time uh, throughout the day, just to just to look into it and start to research it. Well, the, that and it's very rare that we get a situation that we're living in where everything mm -hmm. is happening so fast. So right. you can see directly when someone gives a speech on the crisis, how the market reacts, because the market ultimately is just emotion. And you'll see it go up and down depending on what's going on in in life. And I'm not saying throw all your money in the market, but it's a great time to learn a little more because we're living through something that rarely happens and is probably, you know, one of the biggest ones ever. So it's a time where we're going to be 50 years from now talking to our kids about, hey, during this, we were stuck home for a year, whatever it is, six months. This yeah. is the things we did. And when we came out, we came out stronger because of steps we took. So that's it's it's uh, a okay. it's wild times. That's a that's a good point. Um, so, you know, I know we spoke about it a little bit, but let's talk about how this whole coronavirus pandemic has basically changed our our day to day. Uh, so, you, you know, you had mentioned like real estate obviously is, is hit pretty hard during a time like this, but it's not like we could just stop our careers. So what are yeah. you doing and how are you have you changed your, your day to day? So for me, it's been a little bit of a blessing in disguise because with the baby on its way. Uh, my whole game plan was always to work from home more and be more efficient because I feel like I love going into the office and collaborating with people and getting the energy, but sometimes the distractions eat away at your time and you're way more or less efficient. So during all of this, I've been forced to work from home, obviously, figure out the home office, uh, but also take everything more virtual, which is something that was a competitive advantage of mine that I really haven't exploited too much yet. But now with this situation, I have to. So it's kind of like a, if you planned on getting into shape and then someone said, oh, you have to run a marathon, you know, in a month. It's just compressing the timeline to get all yep. your things organized. But what, right. what have you been? Is there been anything major? Well, yeah, well, yeah, I, I'll get to that in a second. But I also wanted to say, so you know how I still listen to, um, you know, our podcast on repeat over and over and over again. I still constantly do that. But yesterday I was listening to the episode and I think it was episode two or three. It was either goals or habits when you were referencing, you know, I really like going into the office, but I've been trying to find time to establish my home office. So it's just it's interesting that now this is Epi 14 and we have that documented. So when I was hearing that back, I'm like, wow, look at that. Yeah, and then, so like I said, the I was trying to figure out something that I think Tim Ferriss says it. He says, what would this look like if it was easy to yep. at least get the progress going? So my thought was, well, the, the breakfast nook is already kind of set up. All I have to do is get like an office chair, blah, blah. But then obviously when I talked about it with Dana, converting something that's so close to your kitchen into a office is probably not the smartest thing. So I have to bite the bullet and go downstairs and figure out the basement and the garage. Could be really cool, but definitely something that's a little overwhelming because I don't have that skill set right now to figure out how to do it. I started, 
but it's still a garage. So the next episode we record, the background might be a little different with patches in the wall and water coming out. (laughs) Uh, That's good, man. Uh, So so are you going to like establish a home office when you're home? Like, are you just going to sit in that chair and make calls? What's your, what's your game plan? This is, this is 10 page Dave's corner right here. You know, this is where I get my 10 pages in. I'm actually up to 12 now. So it's exciting stuff. Uh, Show them your pillow. Oh, my pillow. Yeah, Yeah. This is when I, when I read, I keep it here and I just kind of like rub it so it's nice. But um, no, work-wise, we, we do have a, a, uh, a desk downstairs in the basement and I have a laptop so I could be pretty remote. But it's a challenging time, man. I tell you, a lot of my day now is taken up by conference calls for what's going on in, in not only the town, but the county as well. And this has basically forced us to move to a place to where staff is staying home because we offer a lot of programs and services throughout the town but it's basically now challenging your creative mind because you don't know what's going to happen so the hours that i am working it's like okay i have to communicate with staff and myself and we have to try to figure out what programs are we going to now implement when this is all over? What is our budget gonna look like when this is all over? There's so many unknowns. So really all we can do is, you know, keep communicating and keep creating new ideas uh, for potential programs that can happen. What does a, uh, you know, a summer camp look like with instead of serving 400 people, if we had to serve 150 people? So these are all things that I'm doing, you know, on a daily basis, but fortunately I do have a laptop, I'm accessible. Um, you know, so, so business is going on as usual, but it's, it's a weird, weird time, man. Yeah. And it's nice that you have a nice big house because then you have that separate space. Like when we bought this house, my whole, I love tiny homes. I love watching that stuff and multi-purpose furniture. So it's 800 square feet, roughly 800 to 900, which it's, it's a good size, but we're converting. So it doesn't, it doesn't feel that small. Yeah, but my point being is we're converting my old office to a nursery as we speak, getting right. it prepared. So yeah. that is a time where I was like, yes, we're trying to keep expenses low with a nice small house and low mortgage, but it'd be really nice to have an extra bedroom right now uh, right. because a lot of people never planned from working from home this much. Yeah. So it's, it's just, it's a blessing, but also a very big stress test on a of lot course. of things. And while this is going on, just like you, you're trying to push all your deals forward with so many unknowns. So all you could do is take it day by day and over communicate with everyone and keep touching base. And, you know, I don't have any update, but I plan on being there at, you know, tomorrow at this day, we'll figure out how to be safe. So, you know, I'm not going out as much, obviously, but there's some vacant properties I still have to prepare and make safe for other people if they go. So that's, it's a little wild. Right. Uh, but yeah, you, you got to be creative, too, because of the whole, you know, the virtual tours and all that stuff that you've been been talking about. Yeah, and it took um, so me like six hours last night to try to, to put one to, together because I know how to do it. But if you're not recording it like on Zillow, for example, you have yep. to download this other software. And then I had to completely learn a complete different software last night. And at the end of it, it was close, but it wasn't didn't work correctly. So it's it's a good tool that'll be useful in the future, but there's like VR stuff. I was playing around with VR. You can stand in your house and your 3D tour you took, you can walk around and it's like you're walking in that house. It's wild. Wow. No, that's cool. And for those, you know, for those who don't know, uh, Karina and I also have an investment property. Uh, so yeah. this is a, it's a tough time because I have one full unit, which is, you know, half of the mortgage that is vacant right now. 
So, you know, you, you take that hit on top of everything that's going on, but trying to keep the stress levels down, the anxiety down for the wife or being pregnant, it's, it's not, you know, it's not easy, but it's, it's a perfect example of, you know, fighting through the, the challenging times and the adversity like we always talk about. And I could see people have asked me what I think is going to happen. I could see rentals increasing because there's a lot of people that are going to be leaving New York uh, just because of this fear. Um, I don't know that for sure, but I would guess if you are in this situation, you're afraid of it coming back and you realize that that is, you know, ground zero right now for the situation, most likely you'll try to move to a, a suburb of some sort um, outside of the area. So I could see rentals, you know, in the near future being actually uh, lucrative. But that's just that's the whispers people have been talking about in the, in the local market. Good. Knock on wood. I hope that happens. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so speaking of that whole struggle, the setback piece, this is a perfect example of, you know, the No Snooze podcast. It, this could have been a make or break time for us as far as I'm concerned. I don't know if you if you feel the same way, but, uh, you know, people who are basically starting passion projects, side business, you may think that it's not a good time and everything might not be in your corner right now. But what are you doing to constantly like challenge that? Like this is a perfect example for us to, to talk about right now. Yeah, I, I think, if anything, it's one of the best times to do something like this that is not dependent on going somewhere physically. You could do it from your house. You can create your own little studio. Uh, there's a lot of people making a lot of money just recording podcasts or video on topics they like to talk about. Um, mm -hmm. And now, more than ever, there's people looking for entertainment with sports being canceled and these big live events. So it's... Right. Uh, I wonder if we didn't start anything yet, would this be the Wouldn't push be. that would have taken us, you know, if timing was different, possibly. Yeah. Yep. But then also to be to be transparent with, with people, you know, our listens are down, you know, probably 50 percent because people aren't going to work and mm -hmm. listening like they usually do. Yeah, yeah. Right. And, and we're still getting the listens, but it's not coming in the way that it typically does. So that does something to the psyche too. So you're like taking all these hits, uh, you know, one by one by one. And then that's when a, a lot of people eventually tap out. Uh, yeah. Even something like this, like I don't know how this could be an exciting time for CV. He has all this great equipment and then here we are just utilizing our own cell phones and recording a podcast. Yeah. You know, like, so what happened to all the cameras and that type of stuff? And obviously we're gonna go back to that at some point, but it just makes you think uh, you know, th there's so much negative, I guess, that you can look at, but it's the perspective that ultimately brings us back to saying, you know what? No, we're in this for the long haul. This is part of the process. This is part of the journey. And between the three of us, we're making it happen. Yeah. And if it's a reality that's going to be in the, the foreseeable future, getting it figured out as quickly as possible and then just adjusting and pivoting, part yeah. of progressing and being successful in anything you do business, life, whatever, you gotta be flexible. You gotta go with the flow. Someone compared it to being a river. You kinda, when there's a rock in the way, the river kinda just shimmies around it and it keeps yep. moving forward. So it's, we're doing our shimmy right now. And I think oh, we're doing I, it pretty well. <laughs> I, when you said shimmy, it reminded me of you and the guy in the, in the club doing the pick and roll. He commented I, on something recently. Was, <laughs> I think it's like Big Rose or something is his name. Oh, Big uh, Rose. Shout our basketball Big season Rose. got canceled. So oh, see, we won, just about a, and we won a buzzer beater. Well, not a buzzer. We won by one point. We held on, but we beat one of the better teams. So it was like we're champions. It's perspective. Oh, per 
Yes, we, so we won the league. Thanks for no help. Appreciate it. Right. Hey, listen, man. My toe. I told you. But it's actually... I was coming back next game, man. That sucks. Yeah, yeah. You're on your <laughs> yeah. way. <laughs> Hold yeah. on. I'm on my uh, way. Yeah. But even in terms of the... And then it's like finding like new opportunities. Uh, you know, you've been obviously more active now on the social media piece, not only for social media, but in terms of those news podcasts, just because of the time frame. So it's, yeah. it's taking the time now that you have, implementing it into something that you might not always be doing. Like you, you had said before, in terms of the nursery, right? Switching back to yeah. the, the whole pregnancy thing. I am not a handy dude by any means. Yeah. But now I am painting the nursery. We're figuring things out. And yeah. it's it's really not that bad, you know? So you you're, you could basically find new passions for things and, and you just look at things differently to try to get yeah. things done. Realistically too, and I don't mean to say this to scare a lot of people, but you should be taking this time to figure out what jobs are going to be required once we get out of this thing because there's going to be a lot of money loss and there's going to be a lot of cutbacks in general in the whole world. So think about the things that are going to be needed when you come out of it. And this is a perfect time to go on YouTube, to take an online course, to do things that position yourself and your family so when you come out that you can generate income. Um, you know, There's a lot of virtual opportunities in general being virtual assistants for people, uh, going through blogs, uh, editing videos, a lot of things you can do to stay busy and make income while you can't go to work physically. That's awesome. Uh, and there, there'll be a specific example because there was a questie that came in from somebody in Atlanta and it was referencing, you know, basically a, a small business. Uh, so we'll, we'll get to that in a, in a second. But then talk a little bit about your, you know, I, I know your, um, your, your mindset when it comes to being healthy and we have all these jokes and stuff like that. But how do you not just completely fall off the bandwagon in a time like this? You yeah. know, like and and talk about like the, you know, even like the eating piece. Give me give me something that you're doing uh, to combat the constant urge to be in the refrigerator since you're two feet away from it. <laughs> so putting myself in the basement so I'm farther away. PD agrees. Putting myself in the basement so I'm farther away. Uh, bringing in all the foods that I usually have in my car that are my snacks. So like today I did my coffee, I did my protein bar, and then at, I don't know what time it is now, but around noonish I'll have my, my, my protein chips. So trying to keep as much as possible. And yes, you're going to fall weak at certain points. But if, like you said, you can keep that 80% decent, then you can get a little momentum back. So it's... To, for the food thing, it's I think it's just keeping things that are healthy around and cooked. So you put yourself in position to be beneficial. You can order out if people feel yeah. comfortable ordering out. That's a good way to yep. do it. They have meal prep plans that are still rolling. So you could do that. Mm -hmm. um, uh, to be honest, this week was just trying to figure it out. I don't. Did you see, I mean, you, this is your first real day. You've been doing your things. What are you doing even now to get ready for next week? Are you still... So yeah, well, we, we prepped uh, early. We actually went out and did the food shopping early, which I think people need to do. It seems like, and again, this will come out in, in a week from where we are today, uh, but at that point, you know, things might be really shut down. I think grocery stores, they're saying, would stay open, uh, but forcing yourself to, to continue to do as many things that you usually do on a typical workday is where we're at. So I, I bought some extra, you know, ground turkey. I have that frozen right now. Um, and then you have all the time in the world to prepare. So to me, and uh, I don't mean to sound, you know, rough around the edges here, but it's a it's a really good opportunity to get on track. You know, yes, right now you can be off track in terms of your mindset, 
but there's really no excuse because you have all the time in the world unless you're obviously on that front line uh yeah. but for for most of us you know it's it's put it put it into a place to where you're thinking thank god we're able to do this right now you know what i mean um, and, and please don't don't cough right now, Mike. Now is not the time to be. Cold. I have allergies, so everyone's looking at me like I've been holding in like the drip. You know, when you're like talking yeah. to someone, you just got to clear yeah. your throat. I've just yeah. been sitting there like trying to hold it in. <laughs> right, it's tough, right. tough time for allergy people. For real. All right, so people obviously have some time to write in, and again, if your question doesn't get answered right away, like I pulled a couple from. Uh, you know, a couple weeks back that are now a little bit relevant. So Sammy wrote in and it said, I know there are a million at home routines for body weight, but can you provide me with one that I can follow on a consistent basis? And this is a good point, right? Because I, I almost feel this way too. You could basically be so overwhelmed at times by trying to find something to do uh, so even though what you're, you know, I can put together a quick little routine for you, it's taking that routine and then following it over and over and over again. Does that make sense to you, Mike? Yeah. Uh, Beachbody has like a free thing going on too. So yeah, I'm throwing it out there. Well, no, no, that's, su that's, that's super cool because I know uh, Planet Fitness was doing something for free. I think uh, Peloton is even doing something for free on the YouTube channel. You don't have to have the bike. I think they're doing body weight stuff. Uh, oh, but now's good. a really now's a really good time. Uh, but I have a very simple one that really anybody can apply, and I posted it to to Instagram. Obviously, she didn't see that, so I'll mention it. Uh, but it's it's basically getting out first and getting two miles in, right? So whether you're walking it, jogging it, or running it, <laughs> Mike is like extra points for yes. walking. Yes, uh, you know that could take you forty minutes to to do those two miles if you're walking. So it's not that long of a period of time. But you going out and you doing that, and obviously keeping your social distance, is going to stack. So five days of that is now ten miles for the week, right? Then you come home from those two miles, and now you get into like a little body weight routine, and it's all simple stuff. Everybody can do it, males, females. Uh, so what I'll throw out there is doing a set of fifty jumping jacks. 10 sit-ups, 10 body weight squats, uh, 10 toe touches, and then 10 burpees, right? Then you take a break and then you repeat that five times. And before you know it, you just got in 500 additional reps of body weight stuff. Uh, so that's a simple routine. You know, I know Mike likes to do his push-ups, which by the way, Mike, I do have to say your form is impeccable. Thank you. There's a lot of people on Instagram, and you're going to hate me for saying this, and I tell them directly, terrible push-up form. Terrible. I don't know if I'm doing it right, but I'm definitely doing better than some people. But some people are like, it looks yeah, like, yeah. what are you doing? Tough, tap that nose. <laughs> you might break out every once in a while like myself, but you got to tap it. You got to give it the tappy or else it doesn't count. Exactly. And it gets <laughs> the deepness. But they, I, I just love push-ups because they're, they're very straightforward. You can count them. It's something that I figure the army does, so it must be good for about, I don't know. Um, is it good? Let me ask you a question, Mike. Is it good for your psyche when you're 20,000 push-ups ahead of somebody and then they catch you and then they're now, I think, I don't know, 20,000 ahead of you? Is that is that good for you? Or? Well, if you have an iron psyche and will like myself, who I pre I nicknamed myself the tortoise because I have a shell that protects me, and oh, I just oh. I'm just cruising along at some point. You know, you're going to give up or there's going to be something. I'm going to catch you. So in due time. But that's a good point, too, is like doing competitions with people, uh, talking. 
I like to talk. So do you. Uh, I'm not going to say the word because we're family friendly here. But That's when right. you go back and forth with people, it helps you motivate. Uh, you want to get up early. You don't want to let them down. You send videos back and forth. I've seen a lot of people doing group workouts at home. So they'll log in like this and then yep. they'll do the workout together. It's pretty cool. F figure out what works. Now you have a time yeah. to test things and just figure it out. All right. Next question. Matt in Atlanta. Matt McConaughey. We get all these famous people that write into us, man. It's good. He's my guy. So good. Love Matt McConaughey. When my hair yeah. grows out because everything's shutting down, I figure I'm going to look like him. <laughs> so, and this, Mike, I want you to touch on this because what you were saying before would definitely apply to this. I've been toying with the idea of starting a side business as a general contractor, which obviously requires being in people's homes, which can't happen right now. Do I wait until this corona passes? <laughs> sounds sounds weird. Do I wait until this corona passes or still go for it right now? This is what I would do. I would, knowing that you can't physically go into people's houses, but people are at home doing home projects, make a bunch of content on YouTube of you doing things and tips for contracting, branded as Mike Pirelli Contracting, so that whenever it kicks up again, there are people still out doing things, uh, you're situated and you have enough brand equity where you can start your own thing. Right. So, and Mike, that busy. Is, no, it's a beautiful point, but take it even further. You putting out simple videos may sound like stupid, but what it does is it actually builds trust. Right. So people will trust you. And if you're putting up videos for somebody like myself, because I can tell you right now, Matt, I am not the handy type. So if you just did things like changing light bulbs and not cracking them, because I have a tendency to when I turn light bulbs, they crack. So so it's if no you're putting so if Lenny. you're putting <laughs> Lenny from Of Mice and Men, that's there me. you go. <laughs> uh, so, you know, what you would do, though, is basically build trust and then you're teaching me a new skill. But now once something is too far out of my lane and I'm not able to fix it, Matt might be the first one to call. So that's a good point there to build trust in, in ways. But like, have we ordered our business cards? Have we started, you know, a new social Branding. media? Right. A new yeah. social media account. Have we sat down and created a list of every single contact that we have? So yeah. when we're ready to push this out, we're ready to do it. Are you a good writer? And if you're not a good writer, do you have somebody that can draft up an email to get things going for you? So I think there's tons of ways. So basically, both of us are saying if you're trying to start something now is a good time, right? Yeah, there's a terminology work on your business, not in it. So this is the time to work on your business and develop your game plan. Um, but the, the videos, I love the video stuff because I see myself doing something like this in the future. If you have a bunch of clients that are asking you all these questions, if you could point them to a couple of videos or a series that walks them through the basic things, you're staying in front of them, you're providing value, and you're also being able to use that for your social media marketing. So it's like there's so many ways that you can make one video work for you in five different ways. So it's just right. a good use of time. It, it's beautiful. And it's something that we, you and I talk about all the time. But it's so interesting to see how you gain a following off of just going out and bringing value to people. right? Finding, finding your niche in your market, bringing value it's just crazy because you never think about it because we're selfish as human beings and you never realize that doing things for other people brings it back. Like yeah. we're, we're, we're seeing for us right now, like us putting out content, content, content. I mean, it's a slow grow for us, 
but the Instagram is not like follows every day, just just multiple follows. You know, Lauren jumping in with her her marketing piece has been phenomenal for us. Um, so there's so many different things that even though we can't get in the booth and record the same way we're doing it, still got to figure it out. And you could FaceTime people, you know, like if you have a project, you just FaceTime them. You can give mm -hmm. them a quote. I know you have to physically be there to give them an accurate one, but you yeah. can at least say, all right, well, we're in your first level. This is the kitchen. All right, I'm looking at that wall. I got to figure out if that's this, but can you show me this part of the house? I want to look at the electrical and you could, you could still do it. It's going to be a pain, but you still do it. Yeah, that, it's it's not easy right now, and and I wish I knew more of Matt's situation. Um, you know, I don't know—is he just starting the business? Has he already pressed play on certain things? Uh, but you know, Matt, definitely take this time now and develop that business. Do not give up on what you're trying to do, man. All right, Mike. So <laughs> this might be our newest section that comes in. So uh -huh. Megan, Megan wrote in, and there was a bunch of like. Um, crying eye faces and it was a would would you rather section okay so, oh jesus so there was who's famous was, that's named megan uh, megan trainer megan trainer there you go I nice like her. all right good so and it has nothing to do with the no snooze podcast or any of that it's just kind of like a fun segment but it, i want to hear your your answers here would you rather be four foot five or seven foot seven <laughs> oh, this is a good one. Um, do I, I have to ask you a follow-up. Do you have a athletic ability? I don't, I, this is what she wrote in. So I'll here's my answer. First. Let All me, right, let yeah. me answer. Cause I have Go some ahead. thoughts right off the bat. If I'm either way, if I have athletic ability, I'm in. If you're four foot five and you're an athletic freak, you could be a jockey, <laughs> crush it. If you're seven, seven, you play some basketball, maybe a fighter. That'd be pretty sick to just be a monster fighter. Seven, seven fighter. But if it was no athletic ability, if I have my current athletic ability, but you just blew, <laughs> you just blew me up to seven, seven, no way. No way. I would go down to five, four, five. My house would exponentially grow bigger because I'm flying would be so much easier. I would have to eat less. I would save money. Four, five is the way to go. So I actually agree with you, ironically, because if you start, I, and you can't start. We can thinking ask my brother. Ball. We can ask my brother. See what he thinks. <laughs> you, can't, you, you can't start thinking of the athletic ability or not. But I was thinking about like flying and driving a car. Like uh, I can't be seven foot seven. So I agree. I would be four foot five. And no offense to people one. who are seven seven with no athletic ability. I just think <laughs> it's very difficult to do a lot of things at that. Yeah. No snooze mindset. I'd make it work. I mean, I'd figure out some skill set. I would go into a house and just like touch the ceiling. But yes, yeah, it's nine feet or you know, yeah. there's ways to leverage it. Right. Eating contests. That's where it'd be real good. <laughs> Here's Crush another one. Another one for you. Win the lotto or live twice as long. Ooh, I I'd do twice as long. Because if I think I think if I won the lotto, I wouldn't live half as long. <laughs> yeah, I saw so some stupid. I don't know. I might go against you there because if I if if it's how win much? the lot, if it's how win much the money? Lot, right, right, how much money? But yeah, I'm assuming it's you're good for life. But if I was able to win the lotto and live out my planned life as planned, because it doesn't say you know me dying in ten years. But if yeah. I can win the lotto and live out my whole life, I would choose that than just to live. Um, twice as long. I might be broke, bro. I don't know. Well, it, time. Time's your biggest asset. So if you do compound interest, 
you could crush it if I lived for 250 years. Yeah, yeah. Would I stay? Would I stay like this, or am I like actually like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. look like Button. I'm 250? I've seen that, yeah. Benjamin Button. <laughs> that's a good movie, Braddy. Right. Braddy P. I'm, I'm um, a movie guy. That's a great question. But the lotto thing, my thought is, if you get a bunch of money and don't really earn it, you don't have all the skill sets to manage it, and you're out, you're over your head, and then the smart people take it from you. Because I know well, how to... No, but so yeah. put it into context, though. If you, were to, if you were to get that money right now, like if I were to get that money right now, I have enough, you know, common sense to be able to invest for the twice, you know, for three generations and, and beyond. Yeah, you could throw it into an index fund, live forever off yeah. of it. But right. there's a lot of smart people out there that will get a hold of you because they know and they'll convince you of other things. Yeah, it, you would That's be, just my thought. Do you, you would be an it, easy target. You would be an uh, easy yeah, target. If yeah. you hit the and lotto I'd be down and I came for a lot you, of stuff. I'm like, Mike, put 100000 into this podcast tomorrow. Duh. Absolutely. Duh. I'd probably put millions into it. No <laughs> problem. Gear all. We'd have a clothing store. Right. No, I'd be smart with it. But I just think if you earn it, it's much more rewarding, number one. Number two, you're much more prepared to manage it. Right. I worry about like that broke documentary. You ever see that documentary? No. Um, 30 for 30. It's no. about um, why a lot of pro athletes go broke. And it talks about that. It says, well, yeah. a lot of times they're getting all this money and then there's people around them that look to exploit them and they're not prepared to manage the money. So they have they look to someone else to do it and no one's going to manage your money as well as you will. So then, therefore, it goes awry. But that's just... No, and they think the money is going to always roll in. It's good. It's yeah, good no, no, of course. That's a good point. I mean, you look at Mike Tyson and I think Allen Iverson had a, you know, a, big, a big issue with that too. Uh, so, so many athletes go through that. Last one on the um, would you rather section. Stop world war or stop world hunger? Hmm. I'll, I'll go on this one because immediately for me, it was it was hunger. Right. Yeah. Because I, I think people are always going to find a way to fight. So whether they're it's fighting because they're hungry. Well, that probably only adds to it. But hangry is a real thing, too. Oh, absolutely. Ask my but, but world, I, I, I don't think that like no country should have, should not have armies to, to protect themselves, right? So keep the war in play. I wouldn't want it to be as crazy as it is today, but seeing everybody and, um, you know, seeing the, the hunger that's out there, I think that would be the most important issue by far for me. Um, you know, I get I get an opportunity now to just help out with some food banks and, you know, provide meals to the less fortunate. This is something that even in college, we did a midnight run. I spoke of Pat Scanlon in like a, you know, past episodes, and he always made sure that we did that type of stuff. And that was only in like our local communities in New York City. But if I had the power to stop world hunger, absolutely. Yeah, that's that's I think the the right choice. But it's. <laughs> But Mike of, would do the opposite. <laughs> no, there's a lot of follow-up questions. A lot of follow-up questions to that one. What uh, what habit that people do would you stop in general if you could just snap your fingers? Stop saying to be honest when really when, out of everything. No, that would no, be your no, main no, thing. no, no, absolutely not. So like, a, a terrible a, habit. No, no, no. A pet peeve of mine is when you are chewing extremely loud. Oh, like, that's a good one. Potato chips don't bother me because it's a crunchy food, but when you're sitting there and snapping your gums, oh drives me crazy. That drives me nuts. But I, I did read I'm an article it. that said that if that is you, you are smarter. That's what I read. <laughs> like there's some type of genius uh, gene you have. 
Oh, so my my wife's a genius. My wife's a genius. Huh? No, no, not if you're chewing. <laughs> if you, it, it irritates you if you listen. Oh, good. There we go. Not that my not that not that Karina, babe. I love you. You don't chew loud. You're perfect. I agree. I second that. Um, that's <laughs> a, that would be a good one. I think people driving on the left that slow down drives me crazy. Oh. That's definitely a good one. Uh, so that might be, Mike, this might be a section that we have to uh, incorporate, the would you rather section. To snooze or not snooze? Do you snooze uh, on it or you no know snooze it? Beautiful. So this will bring us uh, to Dave's Dime of the Week. Dimes, dimes, dimes. The only way to make sense out of change is to plunge into it, move with it, and join the dance. I feel like, yeah, I feel like today... Ah, uh, sorry. I like how we have quotes and we have no idea. <laughs> Listen, if you said it, if if right, all I'm, exactly. I'm saying it. I'm I'm regurgitating it. Uh, so that's why it's Dave's dime. All right. Well, all right? I'll I'll fly into this. As everyone knows, I like I'm short and sweet, just like the name <laughs> Miguelito. So this is Miguelito's mantras. Ito, ito, ito. Nice. It <laughs> nice. doesn't happen to us. It happens for us. Do you know who said that? Probably Benjamin Franklin. So that's a that's a big. No, 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 he definitely did. He definitely. So you don't even you don't even listen to me when I speak when I preach I to you. No, because this is an Ed Milet thing, man. Everything oh, he didn't say that happens. He didn't say that. what? It's not his quote. He might have said it. It's not his quote. It's 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 a big part of his uh you know I like his Ed, whole thing. But he's just not my guy. He's not my top five. Listen, Ed Milet is my guy. So when I go on his jet with him, I'll leave you behind then. Sorry, kid. I'm going to go on. Uh, I don't know who I like. Me, Kevin's pretty cool. I like him. He's got a Tesla. I'll ride in, him, I'll ride in the Tesla with him. <laughs> uh, Mikey, so finish us strong, kid. With Yes, we hit record TV. Come on, bro. Finish, finish us on. strong with some, some heat on the feet. Listen, I don't mean to make light of the situation, but I wore these socks because we might be all ended up on the moon. So, give me what I got. Oh, it's a is it a space cadet just like you? Yeah, it's a space guy. You know. <laughs> Wait, show it. No, no, come back a little more. No, I hey. in my camera it looks good. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, yeah, got you, got you. Because you know I don't want to show you the bottom gotcha. of the sock. I don't know how clean they are. Oh, all right. Um, so that's it, baby. That's Epi fourteen. The pandemic in the books. Until next time, stop snoozing. Get up. Get after it and stay home. I'm bad. <laughs> That's another Epi in the Books. Go follow us on Instagram and Facebook at No Snooze Podcast. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, No Snooze. Come on. Come on. If you want to inquire about potential sponsorship and or collaboration, reach out to us at nosnoozepodcast at gmail.com or message our Instagram page, which is at nosnoozepodcast.